Let me fix you, damn it. Good evening, guys, girls, and non-binary pearls, because you are all pearls. Uh, welcome to Let Me Fix You, Damn It, an advice podcast dealing with mental health. So far ours, but hopefully pretty soon yours as well. My name's Tim. And I'm Ray. How are you doing today, Ray? I'm really good. Tim, I'm going to ask you how you're doing, and I know you're doing well, because we were just talking before we started recording, but I have a surprise for you. Ooh. Do you like drama? Is it that our wine order is coming in on time, despite all the things we were talking about just off mic? No, it's not, because I don't have the power over that. But what Boo. I do have the power over <laughs> is telling you a story. Yay! You, you like drama, right? Who boy do I? I know you do, and I've got some drama for you. I'm I a steel trap gossip. I broke up with a friend this week. <gasps> This is the first I'm hearing about this. I know. I know. We didn't spend 40 minutes with you showing me the Skype message log right before uh, we started recording. It was Facebook Messenger, but no, we totally didn't. <laughs> so I had this friend, and I de- it's definitely past tense now. I yeah. had this friend, I don't she know, let's call it. her Susan. Susan. Um, <laughs> sorry. Susan! Uh, <laughs> Uh, Let's call her Susan. That is not her real name. And um, we used to be very, very close in this medieval fantasy LARP that I do. And if you don't know what a LARP is, go look it up because it's amazing. Um, Do you want to name them? No. Maybe not right now. No. (laughs) Given what we're about to talk about, that'd be letting uh, her win. Yeah. So, any hoozles. We used to be very, very close friends when we both went to this LARP and she had some issues with it. So she stopped going, which is fine, whatever. And for a while there, we would talk afterwards as well. But, um, we sort of drifted apart. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason. And on my part, it was because, um, she was, she was kind of an exhausting friend. You know, I always knew that there was going to be some sort of a problem that I would have to sort of carry her through. Now, I don't mind carrying my yeah. friends through problems. Let's get that straight and clear. Um, I you love very being much there. do not. Yeah, I love being there for my friends. But when it's always something is awful and it's always. You are, you are kind of the friend who's like, yeah, 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 I know. Put your own mask on. But I'm breathing fine. It only hurts a lot. I'm still conscious. So let me get this mask on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, which is probably a bad thing for me. But, uh, you know, if That's all why you're in therapy. I, yeah, if all I ever hear from you are problems, nothing else but yeah. problems. And no matter what I do to help, there's no fixing your problems because you're just really intent on having problems. Yeah. It gets she, exhausting. You know, she doesn't earn this, but I do like the thing I've read. This isn't good for a Susan friend. But like, I do like the thing I've read about asking people at the start of hearing about a problem. Are you looking for solutions or are you looking to rant? I do that. Yeah. I do that to people. I, I say, do you want advice? Or do you want, yeah. Do you want yeah. honest advice or do you want like the best friend who supports you no matter what? Yeah. And says, dump his ass. <laughs> and says, dump his ass. But, um, yeah, so she messaged me sort of out of the blue 
asking for my help with something, which I'm absolutely happy to give, but it was at like three o'clock in the morning and I didn't really understand what she was asking. And it was filled with self-deprecation when I didn't immediately Now that I've read the messages, uh, it was super clear messaging, especially given the time of night uh, and perfect in every way. (laughs) Well, rereading it the next day, I sort of like I it was obvious to me what she was trying to say, but I didn't understand after I had taken pills at night at, to help me sleep and was exhausted. Yeah. So one of the kindnesses you did her in responding to her was apologizing and, and making it sound like it was clear. But this is after I had been reading the messages you were showing me as a totally sober person at four in the afternoon who's eaten fine today. And like, right. nope. Very confusing. Right, right. And it was it was just rife with um, emotional manipulation, really. Yeah. Um, all of these messages. Because they, they were self-deprecating, sure, but not in like a ha-ha, I'm stupid kind of way. More yeah, in yeah. like, you know, I had a simple idea. I get it. Yeah. That's a, a mistake. Idea, I should a have good idea. ideas. You to know, make children smile. Yeah. And, like, it was a stupid idea. I guess I just wished you cared about my stupid idea. That's on my fault. You know, that's my fault. Um, And so I called her out on all of that and, um, you know, gave my advice on the thing that she was asking for help with. And she just said, basically, if you don't think I was reaching out with pure intention, block me. If you don't think I was just trying to get the children to be happy again, block me. You know, the yada, fact that yada. that's not a hyperbole, that it was literally like, I just wanted to do something nice for the scared children in these trying times. Which is a wonderful thing. And frankly, I yeah. loved her idea. Um, and but you the... called out well that it was emotional manipulation because the point of her message wasn't like, I want to run this idea by somebody one more time. It was, I ran this by the people who run your board for this LARP game. And they didn't say yes. So now it's my turn to try it on you. Right. And you didn't say yes. So I don't know why you can't just go along with my great idea. It's pure. Right. And it was a great idea. I don't think the way she was going about it was great. And I, I yeah. even Do said that I had. That? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It she was... wanted to people to put up holiday decorations in their house. Um you know, turn on the Christmas lights again or, or lights for Easter or Hanukkah or whatever it was, just yeah. so that, you know, people passing by would see cheery lights again and um, make the world a happier place. And I think that's a great idea. Oh, yes. It we, was a great idea. And to her credit, like, gets people outside doing something yeah. physical. Oh, I love home. it. Yeah. A lot oh, of greats. Yeah. Um, the, the avenues that she was going down to try and promote this idea were not the best. And I even said, you know, I have some thoughts on this because I, I did. I was up for yeah. hours yeah, yeah. because now it's an idea germinating in my brain. Um, <laughs> she planted the seed. Damn it. Yeah, she really did. Um, but, you know, the way it was just her whole request and her whole arguments were, were just ripe with emotional manipulation. And frankly, and she wouldn't she wouldn't stop and she refused to see it or couldn't see it. I don't know. But so I said, I wish you the best. I love you very much. I can't have this in my life. Yeah. And then she got venomous, venomous, which that, and that honestly, that really surprised me how venomous she got, but she will be played by Tom Hardy in the movie based on this altercation. (laughs) 
Um, Altercation's too strong a word, but it is the truth. Yeah, argument, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I do think that it's very true that when you say no to someone or you um, reject them in a way, that's when yeah. their real personality comes out. Yeah. And I, 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 I take that as fact when I am talking to people online, you know, like Tinder dates or, or yeah. okay dates, whatever. And I took it as fact. Now she became utterly venomous. And so I blocked her. And I cut her out. And and there's there's something nice yeah. I can say about her. To her credit, she left no ambiguity when she immediately turned on a dime when you didn't say, yes, I will let, mm-hmm. I will do everything you wanted. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I gotta say, after I wasn't happy about it or anything, yeah. blocking her, because she was at one point a very good friend. But I can tell you, I was relieved. Yeah. I was relieved. Uh, she did and, make you it know, pretty easy. Because most of my, looking back, most of my interactions with her were full of emotional manipulation of, of like, well, I had an idea. I get it. It's stupid. I shouldn't have ideas. I just thought you would care type of things. And I mean, obviously I'm your friend. I do care. And I, I have always made that quite clear. And so this was always coming from nowhere. And um, and very just, much trying to set herself up as a victim in a conversation that otherwise wouldn't need one. Yes, yes, exactly. And and that's how she had been for years looking back. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it was just I was sort of just relieved that I would never again have to deal with that. Yeah. So, yeah. So that there's is... my drama for the week. No. and And that's a good example. Like some friends are worth it. But it is always worth asking yourself the question, Right? is it worth it? I have had, um, well, you know, she's not the first friend that I've broken up with. Because, you know, if if I start to notice that I'm the only one giving yeah. in a relationship or a friendship or what have you, I'll like mention something. Or yeah. what have you. No, or a tree. I'll mention something. And then I'll stop giving and see if they start. Yeah. And yeah, if, if they're, you know, and I won't do that without saying anything because you can't expect people to read your mind. Yeah. But if that, if after that they don't start and it's still me giving and giving, if I stop giving and they don't start giving back after a while, you're out. Yep. You obviously, I was wrong about the importance of our friendship. And frankly, I'm old enough now and at a time in my life where I don't need that bullshit. Yeah. I don't need friends who aren't. One of the many great things about being in therapy and something I am going to talk to my therapist about, because for the past few, given I've been so lucky with coronavirus, I haven't really had to talk about that. And that was the topic du jour. Um, I'm going to talk about the really negative people I work with because they're people for whom if I was friends with them, no, I'm not, but they're coworkers. And, you know, how do I, is there a way to handle better when we're talking about, uh, really dirty, unempathetic politics? Yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there a good, is there a better way to stay silent and be less stewy in that silence? (laughs) Stewy? Stewy. Like the character or as in your, yeah, I immediately thought I want to clarify this in some way, shape or form that I'm not talking about something with family guy. No, like so you're sitting there hearing anger. what they hear or what they say and just feeling flush and sad. Yeah. 
Well, it, it mean, was a it was a discussion about um, and we will circle back around to this later, I believe. But it was a discussion where it was just, you know, it's been going around the office because we work at unemployment. Can you believe these people are getting paid uh, to sit on their butts and they're getting paid more than me? And somebody was just really terrible about it, about like they're getting paid more than me, a good person who works. You know, you absolutely, Tim, have the right to say, I don't want to have this discussion right now. True. I mean, that is your right. You don't have to sit there and listen to people blather on about things that piss you off. You absolutely have every single right to say, hey, let's switch topics because I don't want to talk about this. That's important because I do. What I don't think I have yet is the ability. And that is why that is something very good to bring up in therapy. I have the ability to have a very good shower conversation Mm -hmm. uh, where I'm ranting at them and they never say anything back because I'm just thinking about what I would say for four uninterrupted minutes. Right, right. So do you think you could just change the the subject instead of saying, I don't want to I'm not ready to rip off that Band-Aid. No, but this is a good thing because this was a lot like... Um, when I was going to talk to Alicia about wanting some alone time. And I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to make her feel bad. Right. But I was thankfully in therapy. And part of that was talking about, you know, I can trust her. I can talk to her about anything. And, you know, it feels bad. That doesn't mean don't ever do it because you're fe- you're feeling bad about this. You need to do something. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I it, look at it this way. Yeah. If they're my coworkers, I mean, I can be very friendly with coworkers, but frankly, I'm not there to be friends with them. True. And to change the subject or even to say, I don't want to talk about this. So if they get pissed off, big fucking deal. They're not friends. They're coworkers who I am friendly with. Yeah. If I lose the I am friendly with, well, then they're just coworkers and I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm not losing friends. And um, I'm not losing, you know, it wouldn't become a hostile work environment. It would just be less chatty. Less friendly. Yeah. Right. Which well, isn't a bad thing. Not even less friendly, but less chatty. Yeah. Um, so, you know, these, these aren't people that you have to hang out with. These are people that you get paid to put up with. True. You know? I hear what you're saying, and I agree with it. Uh, I will move back to working from home. Uh, and tweak yeah. my back out to run away from this problem. Thank you. All right. Ray, that sounds good. That sounds yep. very healthy. And yep. is absolutely what I was saying. Avoidance, yeah. I think, is really sure. the way to go here. And just yeah. let those feelings build. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, this is this is definitely something I'm bringing up in therapy next time I talk to him. Good. You should. Yeah. To fix you, damn it. Yes. <laughs> I Specifically because it it's um, one nice thing. I talked to him earlier this year about a coworker who would not stop talking. Funny story, that coworker literally would not stop talking in a like 45 minute meeting we had with all the clerks. Right. Because as our boss continually told him to shush and to not talk. Oh wow. He literally could not help himself to stop from talking. And we worked like two shifts that mostly overlapped for like six of our eight hours. And I can be hyperbolic. I don't believe it's hyperbole to say every single day he talked three to five of those hours. Every time I came into work, because he started earlier than me, every time I came back from a break, most every time I passed him, he was talking. And I think I only heard the silences working with him because at some point he's got to take 
two minutes to type something out and figure out what he's then going to talk to everyone in the room about. Right. About how could the person do this and why can't they do their job? And and one thing that my therapist was great about identifying was I didn't want to. In my head, I was thinking I don't want to cause trouble, even though that's not the way to phrase it. It's I have a problem with my work productivity because I can't focus. Um, this is something I'm saying after the fact. Going through it, it was... I don't want to say anything. I just want to stay silent and get my work done. But my feelings of resentment were building and I was having focus problems specifically because I would hear him start to talk and my brain would start to think about how I don't want you to be talking and now I can't focus because of the thoughts I'm having about not being able to focus. And, you know, it meant it needed to get done, even if sure. something bad came out of it, even if I was now the office shitster. Which I wasn't. Actually, my management team listened. They got me moved, and it was great. That's awesome. But even if I'd had a bad outcome where they couldn't do anything, and now my boss thinks I'm a whiner or whatever, the worst-case scenario my brain thought up had to be done because I was just sitting there building up resentment. Right. For a guy who otherwise I like as a person. Like, he's nerdy. He's in, We've talked video games, which was better when it was in the break room and not at yeah. my desk where I'm trying to get work done. But Look at you trying to get work done at your job. I know it's the, it was the other horrible thing about working from home. I, I another way I'm lucky when I asked to be brought back into the office full time um, because they are trying to, as many are, make as many people work from home as much as they can. Uh, but my back was doing horribly. I was having a lot of severe issues and I'm still kind of getting over it. I think it re tweaked my back because I bulged a disc last year. Um, we know, but I really do have no long term memory. <laughs> What did we talk about last week? I don't know that last week happened. So, Tim, I actually want to um, touch on something that you mentioned earlier. So, you were having trouble trusting Alicia when she said she was okay with you having alone time. Was that what you were saying? Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Nah. I'm just kidding. Yes, let's talk about that. Um, you, damn it. <laughs> oh, you've convinced me. All right. I so what made me think about that, even though I was talking about a past instance about it, um, was because this morning I was sort of realizing about myself as we're going through our morning that I was overstimulated. And that's the word I'm trying to start to use instead of peopled out, because it's the way I've phrased this in the past. Like, I need to be alone right now so I can have no thoughts. Like, because I love her and because I want to be present, um... And because we're two people, like, we talk when we're together. Sure. So sometimes I need that alone time just to, like, throw on a, you know, do whatever striking my fancy. Play a video game, throw on a YouTube music playlist and read, you know, mindlessly scroll through my Tumblr uh, or read an article or whatever. Like, it helps, it helps to do nothing that can't even be replaced by, you know, asking her if we can have some quiet time together. Right. Like, my brain just does feel differently about being totally alone and not having to have thoughts about, like, well, what are we going to watch silently together? And what about dinner? And, you know, stuff like that. And there is this weird thing that I confronted a version of, which is that our relationship is strong enough that I intuitively, mentally and emotionally get that I can trust her. But there's still this weird, like, jerk brain voice that will say things that just don't make sense if I know I can trust her. That she would tell me if something's wrong, something's bothering her, if she needs something. You know, one of the hard things about this is, like, 
one of my thoughts about alone time is like, well, I can take too much of it and it'll drive us away from each other. As though she wouldn't tell me, I want to see you more. So first thing I want to say is that in a normal, healthy adult relationship, each party needs to do things without the other. Because in an unhealthy relationship, you glob onto each other and you're just absorbed completely by the other person. You no longer have anything that you do on your own, right? That that sounds pretty great to me. Can we do a Steven Universe fusion dance? Yeah, I think that'll solve everything. So, <laughs> so but it, no, I, is... I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like it's healthy to have some some interests that are with other friends, with yourself. Even you know. if that interest is scrolling mindlessly through YouTube videos. Yes, which is one of the difficulties. Um, is that because I want to be peopled out? You know, it's not as simple as well. Right now, it would not be simple at all. But it's not as simple as go join a cooking class. Oh, right. Well, no, but you can want to go read a book or go play a video game and have that be your interest that you have outside of your partner that day or that week or that month. You know, I mean, I have this podcast and Mike doesn't really pay attention when it's on. He doesn't, he left the room earlier because he doesn't, this is not his thing. Yeah. And, you know, he's got his miniatures and his video games and I have my video games. And like, sure, we have games that we play together and we have lots of things that we do to do together. We are up each other's asses a lot. Yeah. But up each other's asses completely is not healthy. Yeah. I I think it's a sort of combination of my procrastination. Sure. And not wanting to actively do something if I can just ride it out and passively not do something. Okay. Which is something I have to work on. Like, one of the reasons I don't have, I couldn't, when we got home after going out to lunch, go upstairs and be alone for three hours is because I've never made the effort and the time I procrastinated on setting up a space that I can go to away from her. Let me, let me ask you something. Okay. Yeah. Let's say... The two of you are laying side by side in bed, okay? I like where this is going. Continue. You're, you're not gonna. Between the two of you... <laughs> Ominous. ...is a layer of spikes pointing at her. Do you think that despite those spikes, she's gonna still try and cuddle up to you? No. Because it would hurt, right? She would not enjoy it. So even if you were to um, say, hey... I really want to use the living room and mindlessly watch YouTube videos. If she weren't okay with that, she is an adult woman who has the brain capacity to walk away. But what if my bad... She is an adult woman who has the brain capacity to walk away. My my joke was going to be, what if my jerk brain's right and actually she won't ever tell me anything and just let resentment build? Because even though it's not my intention, that is what I can have happen. I can go along with things because I don't want to have the harder conversation that's going to make me feel weird, which is to ask for space away from her. So then in that case, if she were just dealing with it and letting resentment build, she is in an unhealthy place. And it's not something she would do. Right, because she is in a healthy place. 
Yeah. Right? Do you see the difference? Yes. So if she is a healthy, grown woman, she will either say, hey, I'd really like to hang out with you. Can we do something else? Or she will walk the fuck away. She is capable of doing both of those things. I've met her. I know her. And at the same time, which is really impressive. She is the best. (laughs) So if nothing else, know that she is a grown adult ass healthy woman. Yeah. And that is, um, I said the words mentally and emotionally before, because I feel like mentally I know all of that. Mm -hmm. So that part, that base is covered. Sure. But emotionally, I don't. And that's what makes me feel like I can't bring this up. When in, when in fact, it might actually just be that I'm still uncomfortable asking for it. Partially because I don't. Right. Yeah. That, I think, you know, is just maybe Which start small. Yeah. Start small. And the other, and the other nice thing is this really is a rare feeling. Right. Like but today's like, probably the first time it's struck in a month or two. So, like, when you're not feeling it, start asking for things for yourself that are small and inconsequential, right? So let's say there's there's one jelly bean left. You say, hey, can I have that jelly bean? I don't really care. Ooh, so there is one of the other things my jerk brain tells me, because as you so correctly mentioned, she is a grown adult woman who is sure of herself, who will let me know when things bother her. Um, and she's also a really kind, pretty selfless person, especially when it comes to me. So like the scenario you mentioned will never happen. She is always offering me the last jelly bean. I don't need to ask for shit. All right. But you get my point. Yes. Something. You're allowed I, to ask for things. Not for without the correct metaphor. We really need to hash our metaphors out. I will punch you in the face with a chair. And that is a metaphor <laughs> for the way we can sabotage ourselves. Mm, I yeah. would okay, I got never, it. I would never punch you in the face with a chair. I would use a stool. No, yeah, oh yeah. All that lifting, like, huh. You know me. I'm weak. Yeah. You punch me in the face with a cardboard box, I'm going down. Oh, God. No, I would never. Oh, no. Oh, no. Poor <laughs> One of the Tim, things I, I appreciate never. about our friendship and all of my friendships is like, no, I don't have. Because where my brain immediately took that was like pranks. Right. Oh, Somebody I would, dropped I... A cardboard, like a cardboard Godzilla on you or something. See, and, and I would like, never play a prank on you because I know that you don't like them. Yes. Well, not a big prank anyway. Maybe a small yeah. one. But, I, so organized a prank against me i would trust it i there are very few pranks i actually like i know which is why i i think the biggest one i ever played on you quote unquote was parking in a at a different entrance after we dropped you off at the get-go gas station yeah store which got me it did you were like i ran out into the streets i started screaming why i was convinced (laughs) the rapture had happened which is weird right right. for an atheist yeah yeah that's fun but so (laughs) Anyway, so to get back, you know, maybe start asking for small things to get you comfortable in asking for the bigger things. That sounds good. Babe, I want the rest of what you're eating right now. She said no. Okay. See, see, so what's the worst thing? She said no. Big deal. Yeah. And actually, I started that as a joke, obviously, because she's eating now and I'm going to eat later because I'm recording a podcast. Right. And very prone to like not (laughs) very prone to do that, to like snack mindlessly. I know. I've been very oh, careful not to eat any of my popcorn that I have right here because I don't want to crunch into Ooh. the microphone. Yeah. But I'm no, okay. No, you are sacrificing. I don't, I'm not I even thought... really joking about that. That's a fucking, I don't think I'd be able to. I would be like, you would just be going off on like these extra long things and you would start to feel like he's not really talking back to me except to say like, mm-hmm. 
Yep. No, it's okay. I've As got I'm Moscato. just moving the mic away. In. Yeah, no, I've got Moscato. I am peachy keen. I can hear it. I can hear it being tasty through the mic. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Love it. <sighs> no, see, pause, now that's pause, a pause, good... Pause, 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 Tino. I need to get more wine. <laughs> okay. Hold on, I've got like one sip left. Hold on. This is music and you're in an elevator now. Da, da. I feel like we just, that is the essence of why we wanted to start this podcast. The conversation what? we just had about trusting in your partner and all that. Yeah. Because that was a very therapy conversation. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly uh, what we were Again, doing. eternal apologies for having gone to therapy and gotten healthy off mic. Can't believe it. Yeah, I. what the hell, Tim? Yeah, what the f- well, that'll be where there we go. Um, we'll spend the rest of the podcast over the next years or whatever talking about how could I? How could you? I feel so betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I knew it ended like this. <laughs> how could it end up like this? It, it was, was only, only a kiss. kiss. It was, it was only, only a, a therapy kiss. for months. All right. So let's talk about the other thing. Yeah. It's a. Uh, um, basically good people versus bad people and how I don't think that is I think that's a worldview a lot of people have and I think it's a really terrible worldview that colors people's perception in really gross ways and even though I'm not going to talk about it I think that's one of the big problems with our politics yeah yeah so do you think that everyone has both good and bad in them yes so I certainly think that so what I don't like, what I think is really harmful for people's worldview of their fellow human beings is to view it as there are good people whose actions may be able to unintentionally cause some harm. But, you know, if you believe somebody's a good person and that there are bad people who actually do the harm, you'll probably defend how like, well, it wasn't really their fault. and It was probably this other thing caused by a bad person and a good person always is doing good. Their actions are good. Because they're a good person, which okay. is sort of how you get that like, oh, no, my friend Jeffrey could not have eaten those people. He's a good person. Dahmer. Yes. I'm with you. Yes. Uh, and then a- like their other belief is there are the bad people who no matter what they do, it's bad because the bad person is doing it. Wait, first, wait, hold on a second. Wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer like weren't they was he just a cannibal or were they like trapped somewhere and they had to eat each other? Good question. I don't know. Oh, I gosh. listen to a lot of true crime, too. But no, I've actually not really. I know a lot about Son of Sam and Manson. Um, God, that's such a weird sentence. That's I know plenty <laughs> about Charles Manson and all the terrible shit him and, him and his lead cult got up to. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Wikipedia says Jeffrey Dahmer, also known as the Milwaukee Cannibal or the Milwaukee Monster. I didn't know this. Ooh. Was an American serial killer and sex offender, did not know that, who committed the murder and dismemberment of 17 men and boys from 78 to 91. Yeah, sex offender, I think, I, I wouldn't have associated that with him immediately, but I knew boys were part of his target group. Yeah, I didn't know he was a sex offender also. Yeah. I mean, not that eating people isn't bad enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did, so there's, there's... <laughs> Ah, uh, you eat a few people. Sex offender? Oh, okay, no, never mind. There's, I think he might be a bad apple. There's a people also ask, right? Because, you know, Google gives that um, other question yeah. thing. I can't so, wait to figure out who got roped into Jeffrey Dahmer's also about. One of them is, what did Jeffrey Dahmer eat? Oh. Uh, 
Oh, it's oh gosh. Oh, this is awful. Vegetarian. Okay. <laughs> Not a staunch one. No, I shouldn't be laughing. Did this is actually it. quite awful. Okay, Dahmer later admitted to eating the thighs, hearts, and organs of many of his victims. During his prison sentence, Dahmer would reportedly fashion his food into severed limbs, complete with ketchup blood to shock the other inmates. Okay, I was about to say, if that was just for him, (laughs) that is creepy shit. But yeah, weird power plays with your inmates, I get it. (laughs) Who hasn't been there? I have not been there. Uh, and you know what? This is a good example of, I think, one of the um, ways this is unintentional, viewing good people as people who only do good things and bad people as doing only bad things, is that even though I believe people are a mix of good and bad, which is why you should never, you should trust but verify. Right. You know, you're going to trust somebody who's always been good to you. But like, yeah, when you hear the local boy Jeffrey is eating people, don't <laughs> assume. He can't have done it, and this must be a cover-up or something weird. Um, so, but because, okay. you know, a person who does more good, there should be a word for that, like a good person, and a person who <laughs> fashions his food into uh, all that stuff you just said about Jeffrey Dahmer can be considered a bad person and probably an evil person. Like, I so, just think so many think people... Jeffrey Dahmer has good in him? So this is kind of the hard thing. It's sort of like if you're against the death penalty completely, then, you know, uh, my go to example is always like some of history's greatest monsters. Yeah. If I'm completely against execution, I would hope that they would not have been executed. And my go to surprisingly easy example. And boy, howdy, can you cut this out if if I fuck up my words on this one, because I'm about to use Hitler as an example. Do it. But we absolutely Hitler would have been if he didn't take the take himself out of the equation because fuck him. He absolutely is a great example for why you might not want to kill the greatest monsters of our society because he would have lived in jail to see the foundation of Israel, to see specifically that up until maybe the last four years, uh, Nazi becomes the synonymous word for bad guy. So does his name. And the Jewish people get a state because of what he did. Right. And if we executed him, he sees none of that. That is probably the most torturous action we could have done is let him live and read the news. But this is sort of that thing is like, yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer probably, you know, if I read some story about how Jeffrey Dahmer helped his grandma across the street, uh, every, you know, was really great to his grandma. A, why are we trying to make the cannibal nice? That's a good question to ask. But B, could is that false because he was Jeffrey Dahmer? No. Maybe one of the few human beings he was good to was his grandma. Like, right. maybe he was great with animals. So Does, I actually agree with you. Gone to jail forever and isn't evil, you know. Right. I, I absolutely actually agree with you. Um, as far as Hitler goes, Hitler was a great orator. He was not a great painter. But I, I've seen some of his paintings. Like, they're not bad. Um, he was a humanitarian as far as... Um, Oh, that was the wrong thing to say. Yeah. Um, but he was really good with children. He was really good with animals. You know, it was just um, yeah. all and the rest. The, the reason I asked you. Evil. Yeah, the reason I asked you cut this out at your um, sort of like, if you think my words sucked ass is because I was, I am an atheist now and I was a Christian before and you are Jewish. 
So you got a better ear for anti-Semitism, even if it was unintentional. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I do. Um, so you are the good no, authority for me fine. to know, like, should I have brought up this example? No, I think you were fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I also. Did you know that Jeffrey Dahmer died? While um, he was beaten to death by a fellow inmate while performing cleaning duties in a bathroom at the Columbia Correctional Institute Gymnasium. Did you know that? Wow, no. <laughs> yeah, not the scene of the crime you would expect. Right? That wow. was He was killed in 94, so quite a while ago. And there's a good example. Like People will hear stories about like uh, this prisoner killed a pedophile. You know, and think prison justice like there's one of the good ones. And it's like, that's a great example of having to grapple like, yeah, if that was a triple murderer. Yeah. You know, you don't really get to like tr try to figure out where he lives on the good versus bad dichotomy. There there are certain people who do not survive jail. Yeah. At all. And that's just like it's sort of like a, a rule. Um, And I hate that I know this, but like I sort of know this because I yeah. know people. And let's not get into that. Yeah. Um, oh, that makes it sound way worse than it was. I know a person or two who's been to uh, prison. And yeah, I've, no, I've spoken to them about As opposed to me, their... who's like yeah. cobbling together his knowledge from CSI Miami or some shit. Yeah, no. And like the people that I know who have gone to prison, one went on drug charges and one went, yeah. uh, you know, similar, like low, low crime type stuff. Um, Which is actually one of the main bad things that gets a little political i'll try to keep it not so political but like thinking a person who went to jail is a criminal and that criminals are just bad people they're bad yeah you know it and so yeah what do you you know what do you do if we live in the time of a national or of a uh, international pandemic and somebody lets some people out of jail to spread what back into our society to stop the spread of coronavirus yeah, these you know, are not high-crimes people. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I've heard people talk about that knowing they have not once thought about, like, they think that potentially their fucking state governor let out somebody who has a murder charge oh. and not just low-level drug offenses, nonviolent offenders, the people we yeah. can let out to not make our prisons a hotbed of coronavirus. Our prison system is fucked. Like, yes. there's no two yeah. ways about it's, it. Yeah, and it, it goes a little bit beyond just viewing criminals as bad people who are irredeemable. Like there are some really dark torture streaks. Our prison our the United States uh, prison and justice system are set up actually really well. Um, if all you care about is not stopping crime or reducing crime, but punishing crime. Right. Boy, we got that punishment part down. Whoo. Oh, we're so good at that part. You know, we might not stop it. Uh, in fact, we might make it much, much worse because once you enter the prison system, you are fucked in so many ways to get out of the prison system. I mean, if you're if you're looking to at, at prison as a rehabilitation so that you can reenter society as a good standing citizen, uh, we have failed in every single way. Ray, but what if marijuana makes you kill people? Did you think about that? Because I think it might. Oh, <laughs> I read an article on altbiz.fart by a scientist. Oh. It said in the article that linked to no scientific studies that a scientist said it. So right. makes you sure. think. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, I haven't killed anyone yet. Not Just that I would might. ever smoke the marijuana because it's illegal except for medicinal purposes currently. So I would never. Fair break the law 
Timothy. My own, my only sadness is knowing that you do not own a bong. So what will fall that is not a huge bong rip. <laughs> Actually, we can probably edit that in. Just like my elevator music. Let me m- verbally make a bong rip noise. Do it. <laughs> Immaculate. I, it's You're there. You're ripping the bongs. You know, I am keeping every single bit of this in. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, I that is, that, you know, it's... editing it's, all this out, but no. Uh-uh. Yeah. One of my big life philosophies is empathy. Okay. It, it's just trying to have empathy for everyone you come across. And, you know, there's stuff that branches off of that. Like, whoever you've clar- classified as a bad person can do good things, you know. Doesn't mean you have to give everybody like your car keys and let them uh, if they ask you for your car. But trust but verify. Sure. But yeah, I I, it's it's I think that's one of the things that lets people turn off their empathy for, you know, that and the racism. But like suddenly you've decided this group of people is bad for this reason. And they're just they're not people anymore. Like they end up in prison. Good. Fuck them. Bad things happen to them. Who cares? Them? Good. Because they're bad people because they did this. I mean, if you do something, you deserve consequences for it. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that that is the total sum of your life. Very true. I was gonna bring up. I was gonna bring. I was gonna bring up Hitler again. Basically, the example of like. (laughs) I know, and I don't want to. I think I've told you about this since I'm. I will trust you if some of this isn't edited out, but I'm imagining it's all going to be edited out. But like, I think it lets you off the hook if you think like Hitler was a monster, not a human. No human could be like Hitler. Whereas I think like any, any, (laughs) any human could be born into what Hitler was born into and become. We cannot think that though. That's why we have to do what we can to not produce more demons. Right. That is, he was a monster. No human could do that is a, such a dangerous thought because, frankly, he was elected. Yes. People knew what he stood for and elected him anyway. Yes. It was a democratic election and people stood by as it happened. And then it was too late. It's, so it's, it was why I'm so, so bothered by by kids being in cages. It feels like a Sandy Hook moment. Like, how could this have not done anything? Right. Exactly. And I I know that you're referring to the fact that the massacre at Sandy Hook Elementary School made no changes in gun laws. Um, But, you know, because how do you get worse? Right. Thinking of people like Hitler as monsters allows us to ignore the regular people who do terrible things because they couldn't possibly be as bad. Ooh, there's a there's a good example of what you were talking about before, uh, which is um, I was just following orders isn't a good defense. Right. Like, I can believe the parts of that where, like, yes, you probably are a I hate using this term when we're given what we're talking about. Um, but you were probably a good enough person that you would not have come up with this on your own. You would not have right. stoked the fires of anti-Semitism that would lead to this. But yeah, you followed those orders, bud. How do we make sure people stand up and do the right thing, report injustice, don't right. vote fascists into power? Something we're not that good at. Like, yeah, we certainly don't have the answer. All Doesn't right. mean you don't call it out when you see it, but... And this is a very upbeat and <laughs> happy 
note to end on, I think. Yeah, especially because <laughs> I think we actually did find exactly where that conversation should go. So I'm so glad yeah. I told you to edit this all out and like, no, this part hopefully that right. edits together good. Yeah, we're, that'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it Cause work. Because you're, you're at the helm. Oh. And you're the fucking best. No, you're the fucking best. Yeah. Yeah. Next time we can talk about how I wasn't even uncomfortable saying that in front of my wife. Oh, good for you. Yay. Yeah. That's right. You didn't immediately Babe, like. I'm just kidding. You are so great. I, there it is. Way, better than everyone we know. Everyone. There it is. Never what? mind. No, I didn't say anything. Don't worry uh-huh. about it. No, we're not. You're done. <laughs> totally hit the mute button on that one. All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so um, if you want us to fix you, damn it, damn it, you can <laughs> you can email us at letmefixyoudammit at gmail.com. That's D A M M I T. Or you can at us on Twitter at letmefixpodcast. Do you think Google will ever shut us down for having a swear in our email? No. <laughs> I was hoping I'd make you laugh with that stupid question. Well, it's a good question, actually. But um, currently, the music is going, the ending music, so it means that we have to stop talking. That's true. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Anyways, I have like 17 minutes worth of thoughts on uh, Kingdom Hearts lore. I'm Tim. And I'm Ray. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay Stay healthy. healthy. Oh, that sucked. Try it again. All right, try it again. Let me fix your podcast outro, damn it. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay Stay healthy. healthy. God damn it. Bye.